0: Today I've got something special in store for you, an exclusive flashback episode. These interviews, which I'll run a handful of times a year, feature guests from my transformational author experience, an online training I ran from 2011 to 2018 featuring top authors, publishers, and industry leaders. Some of these interviews are just too good to keep locked up in cyberspace any longer. So I'm bringing you one of my favorites today.
1: Barbara Marks Hubbard is the author of the newly released book, Birth 2012 and Beyond, Humanity's Great Shift, The Age of Conscious Evolution. That book just came out. I just got my copy last week uh, when that book went to the top on Amazon. I think it was number four overall, number one in multiple categories. Um, Again, that's Birth 2012 and Beyond. But Barbara is a prolific author, visionary, social innovator, evolutionary thinker and educator. She is the co-founder and chairperson of the Foundation for Conscious Evolution. In 1984, she was one of the first women ever nominated for the Vice Presidency of the United States. And since 2010, she has partnered with the Shift Network, one of the world's leading e-learning companies in the role of global ambassador for the conscious evolution movement, which she defines as a shift from evolution by chance Towards evolution by choice. And she is co-producing with the Shift Network a global multimedia event entitled Birth twenty twelve, co-creating a planetary shift time. That's coming up December twenty second, twenty twelve, and it is billed as a historic turning point event for awakening the social, spiritual scientific and technological potential of humanity. So welcome, the amazing Barbara Marks Hubbard. What a pleasure <laughs> to have you here
2: today. Thank you so much. It really is a pleasure to be in an author's uh, author's call because it's meant so much to be a writer.
1: Well, I think let's start by actually having you share a little bit about how you first became an author because you've now published several books. Um, and Tell us a little bit about that journey.
2: Well, the journey really started out As a journal writer and it has been my magnum opus all my life and it's, I started my journal when I was 18 and I feel that if I could write something or describe something, I would, it would become real in the world. I mean, it was like a very fundamental spiritual path and then I developed the technique of journal writing in which I would ask a question, uh, turn off my figuring it out mind and allow my higher mind or higher self to come through with responses, which I would write down very carefully, underline, uh, sometimes read, um, tape myself reading my own higher self until I began to learn my own higher being and then I wrote my book based on the highest knowledge that had come through me and um, it was literally downloaded. I have 178 big black volume of journal since I was 18, all dated. And so I have, uh, I, I've been tracking a transformation and since I'm 82 years old, I'm one of the early birds in the transformational movement in the modern modern period. And uh, so uh, it's it's really a wonderful journey because it's created out of that about two or seven books. That
1: is phenomenal. And I, I'm just curious to share a little bit because there might be some people listening right now going, Oh my gosh, my journey into writing really started. It's through my journals and people a lot of them have used that exercise of writing to help them know, you know, that highest part of themselves. And I'd love to hear from you now this transition into actually becoming a published author, you know, in so many works that other people are impacted by. What difference has it made being an author in terms of the impact that you feel you're able to have in the world? What 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 difference has authors made for you?
2: Oh, it makes a tremendous difference because whatever you can do in your journal or private writing, of course, only you or a few people, the minute you get a book out there, you become part. Of, you can influence people. You can find people who are co-creators with you. You begin to have, an, I would say, that your deeper life purpose begins to be a contribution to the world. Otherwise, it's really mm. not much of a contribution if it's happening only within you. I love that you talked about that because then the message is making that deeper con- You make a contribution. And in my case, it's very interesting. Every book that I've done, I was asked to do. I didn't go through the – I have once or twice twice tried it, but not successfully, to try to find a a publisher. But my first little book um, was The uh, Evolutionary Journey, and there was a friend of mine who had a publishing company. He asked me to do it and worked with me to do it. And then I had uh, a, a couple more books. I did Conscious Evolution that I was invited to do it by New World Library. And then I did Emergence, where Neil Donald Walsh actually had a publishing arm at uh, Hampton Roads and asked me to do it. And the current one, Stephen Dinan of the Shift Network, asked me to do it. And I <laughs> you now, why is that? It, I, it's because I became a speaker around what I had from my journal. And I became, I had a mission to actually communicate certain ideas of a positive future. So I used my speaking capability to attract people. And then they wanted me to write a book. But <laughs> so there's a process. You gotta love I, it. Yes. Might not work for everyone, but it does. It definitely works because, um, I've not been, and this time, birth 2012 and beyond. Now this is amazing because I, I struggled with it. I really didn't want to write it, it, it and it was. It was. Commi- uh, Peter um, Stephen Dinan has created his own publishing company for the Shift Network. I'm his first book. He said, Barbara, you write this book. This will be very important for our mission, which is a shared planetary birth experience of what's working in the world. So I got some help. I struggled with it. And it has also essays by 12 distinguished people of our welcoming committee, like Michael Beckwith and Houston and Lynn McTaggart and so on. And, but what happened was Stephen, my publisher, decided to make it a bestseller. And we rallied all our, uh, colleagues and asked them to send out this, uh, information about if you buy the book, you'll get, if you buy 10 copies of the book, you'll get such and such. If you buy 50 copies mm-hmm. of the book, you'll get such and such. And a lot of times they're going to get free lunches with me or, you know, things that are interesting. So yesterday, yeah. yesterday, I was astonished as it started climbing up. To be number one on Amazon worldwide on personal transformation, and it peaked at number four in uh, for Amazon in general categories, but it was number one in many of the spiritual growth and personal categories. So that it was like um, an amazing experience because I've yeah. never had a bestseller, <laughs> and it, it well, actually is it is a bestseller, and it's in a way very, very important. Could it cultivatate in a planetary event that could change the world? Well, I
1: love it. And congratulations first of all on having your first best selling book. That's fantastic. <laughs> Those of you who heard David Ricklin's class earlier from um Self Growth, he was talking about ebooks, the strategy of, you know, getting the people that you know to share the news about the book, um, you know, to hopefully drive it to bestseller status if you can, that is what Barbara did with her um being a people uh, her, you know, amazing people she has supporting her. And while we're talking about it now, I just want to tell you where you can actually go. Um, I bought my book there. Can you believe that they were actually giving away, uh, prizes where you could get a one-on-one session with Barbara? I think Neil's on a Walsh. Someone was going to be giving <laughs> a one-on-one spiritual guidance <laughs> session with Neil, who you'll hear here in a few weeks, but not one-on-one. I mean, I was like, man, I wouldn't buy my copy right away. But if you go to transformationalauthor.com forward slash Barbara, again, that's transformation informationalauthor.com forward slash Barbara. That's lowercase B A R B A R A, Barbara. Um, if you head over there, you'll actually see Birth 2012 and Beyond. You'll be able to see what we're talking about here today. And you'll be able to see the amazing way that they you know, marketed this book. This is the kind of page that you're you know, might want a model for your own book. So, um, congratulations and I know, you know, here you are at eighty two and it feels like you know, this is your time to fly like the next decade. I know it's gonna be phenomenal. It's it's really amazing. Well the other
2: thing is that I'm advising all visionaries is don't die. Just stay yeah. alive. Because if you stay alive long enough you might get to see all of this coming to coming into form, really.
1: Actually it, yes,
2: And so you what really I would do love... Go ahead.
1: Now, I was going to say, what I'd love for you to actually talk about is that you have for New World. Um, you know, this audience is filled with thousands of trans leaders, visionaries, you know, people who have gone through, you know, amazingly difficult experiences, amazingly, you know, powerful and profound and joyous experiences. They want to bring it forward to help make a difference. And we've been yeah. talking a bit about how their book and putting their positive message and vibration out into the world through the power of the written word that can actually help tip scales humanity. We're talking about this a bit throughout the program. I'd love for you to share, really, as the leader, I think, in many ways of this movement, um, or, you know, just a voice for what's happening. Maybe not the leader. It's ha- it's happening. You're giving voice to it. Would yeah. you share a little bit about your vision of what is happening in our world and why it's important for authors to step up now and contribute to that shift?
2: Well, just backing up one one moment one question earlier I have been struck by the most enduring element of human history is the written word. If you go back to Greece or to uh, Rome or to the early Christians, the the gospel four little books, you you don't even know exactly what happened. But those gospel writers, as an example, changed the world with those four little books and the great writings of the philosophers and the poets where uh, empires crumble and buildings crumble and, you know, paintings fade, but the written word doesn't. So it is definitely Mm -hmm. the word is the thing that shifts us the most, and it endures and it grows. So in my case, because of my deep journal writing and deep quest, I had an experience really when I asked what story would be as powerful for us as the story written in those four little books of the Gospels. A child was born. Just think of the potency of the book of you know the Gospels. <clears throat> and so I said, what what story? And I didn't necessarily mean what book, but what story we told it would be as great as the story of the birth of Christ, as told, as written, because nobody knows exactly what happened there. Those were creative artists that wrote that. So then I got. An experience of being an astronaut, seeing Earth as a living system, not the geography, struggling, running out of energy, running out of resources. The media was like our nervous system, giving pain to all. And then I suddenly saw a few frames ahead. I became uh, a visionary. I saw the empathy increase. I saw spirituality increase. I saw the media start to pick up stories of what's working. And I also experienced the different segments of our endeavor, like Health, education, economics, science and technology. I saw them as organs of a social body, connecting as in a whole system. And in one moment, we had a shared experience of oneness, wholeness, goodness, creativity. And the words I heard is, our story is a birth of a co-creative, co-evolving, universal humanity. Our crisis is a birth. What Christ and everybody else came to tell us is true. We're born. And I then rushed home and started to write up this experience. And often my writing was inspired by things like that. And as I wrote it up, I explored it, I went to study cosmology, I went to study biology and study what humanity had really learned about this evolutionary universe story. And then I became a speaker about the story. And as I spoke, I would write more in my journals. And gradually, I began to understand that this vision was accurate. We are coming to the end of one phase of evolution. It's like a baby is growing in the womb it can't continue. Mm, it's going to mm-hmm. be born. We've been overgrowing in certain ways in the womb of Earth, destroying our environment, destroying others. That must stop. It will stop. The, but in evolution, you realize crises like that are evolution driver either to evolution or extinction. You see, and we're the first species to realize that by our own acts, destroy ourselves. It is also true by our own acts, evolve ourselves. So then I began to see that the whole story is a new opening of evolution itself becoming conscious through us. And I saw it with evolution by choice. That you might say the divine intention is to create a species capable of consciously evolving. It's a huge breakthrough. Mm-hmm. So then I wrote a book called Conscious Evolution. That was the one that Mark uh, Allen of New World Library wanted to do. And then from that, you see, I tried to say, well, how am I going to make this happen? how how can I not just write about it? So I was always a mixture of an author and an activist. And I might say a, a mystic seeker in which what I, what I was able to write and act, I was always going deeper journal writing for the deeper insights until, till I really saw that the, the source of all these insights was my higher self. And I wrote this book, Emergence Shift from Ego to Essence. So all in all, I mean, I am, my whole life is, Is really uh, between writing and speaking and evolutionary activity.
1: Well, one of the things that I love about what you're talking about is this, uh, and I don't know if you remember, we met briefly out at a uh, conference in Palm Springs, the Association of Global New Thought. It was a few, gosh, it could have been three or four years ago. Um, and I heard you speak there. And I remember also at that conference, Michael Beckwith spoke. And yes. he yes. used a term called birthquake. And when yes. he said, you know, what we're experiencing is a birthquake. Yes. I mean, yes. It was like yes. you could almost feel everyone in the room, you know, all these leaders from all over the place going, yes, you know, that is. Because, yes, it's, you know, birthing is a messy process. It's not, that's you know, right. While it's beautiful, it's messy. It can be, painful, you know, difficult. There might be times you wonder, Oh my gosh, is this baby ever going to come out? My sister actually just had a baby last week and hers came out in five hours. Um, but sometimes you're wondering, Oh my gosh, you know, is this baby ever going to come? Is this labor ever going right. to end? Oh yes. Um, but, and there's the birth and there's life and the quaking was worth it. And it seems to me like right now we're actually in the process. Of both the quaking, um, just look out in the world, you can quake going on, um, mm-hmm. and also the birthing, you know, your book, Birth 2012 and Beyond, like, That, to me, just feels like evidence of what's birthing. And I think our authors, you know, the authors listening uh, are committed to helping that birth and to helping, you know, to keep that birth canal open for more and more and more people.
2: Well, that is exactly right. And the book, Birth to 12 and Beyond, is also just like a manual of how to participate in the birth and I call it a map to cross the gap. So the gap mm-hmm. is the break the gap between a breakdown scenario and the breakthrough. And basically I think we all have to gain evolutionary eyes, see that our crisis can be a birth. That's number 1. Number 2, you put yourself in the hub of this wheel of co-creation. You put yourself at the right the center of the evolution spiral, feel the impulse inside yourself is an evolutionary impulse. And then you do heart math where you begin to feel your heart and love. And this creates resonance between the heart and the brain and others. And and that resonance helps you shift your your sense of identity to your own essence. And then we're saying you reach out and you form planetary hubs for the birth. You find your neighbors and you bring them together. And so what we're inviting people to do with this book is use it to create your own connection and participation. What I think of as a creative work of art, a planetary birth. We're going to have a big event producer. It takes place on December 22nd, 2012. This event producer, Michael Olmsted, and very big things like Pangea Day and uh, the uh, John Stewart Insanity Day. He helped Obama with neighborhood feeds. He's really a oh. major producer. So everyone who buys Birth 2012 and reads it can become part of it they can join our website and find others and what's really happened is we're f- we're creating a movement for planetary evolution
1: you indeed are you indeed are and what what i love well first of all um, when you said you know our christ and be a birth you said our I heard both our collective crisis that's happening to humanity um, can be the birth, and I very strongly feel Mm -hmm. is, you know, the birth to that world that we all envision. But also for each individual, any time you're going through your own crisis, it is the same thing, your own crisis. I know when I've gone through my crisis, it's like it does, it births a whole new so. I believe strongly, and I'd love to hear your thought on this, Barbara. That as our authors, and I invite them to take on the process of writing, the process itself as a transformal process. The writing of the book itself having the power to help them heal and to transform and awaken to a whole new understanding. It's true, of who they it's are. a very great practice. And um, would you? Because I I always say that as they write and as they heal and as they transform themselves through the process itself. That their new birth presence in the world, actually, you know, yes, the book helps shift course. I mean, it helps them get the message out there. But their newly birthed presence, self, their energetic contribution to the world is part of what helps the shift.
2: Would you yeah, ask, like? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think every time anyone fully expresses their deeper self and their life purpose, they're serving the world and serving themselves. And they're helping each other shift. We are helping each other shift from our egoic, separated selves to a more connected, um, connected uh, cooperative self. So the act of writing is is one of the greatest services we can do to our own evolution and to the evolution of of our culture.
1: I want you all to write down what Barbara just said. That any time anyone, so that any time anyone fully expresses, which is what so many of you are doing here with your transformational books, no matter where you are in the process, any time anyone fully expresses, they are serving the world maybe you want to put that on a C or an index card Mm -hmm. or someplace Mm -hmm. to keep it up on your desk Mm -hmm. so that if you ever doubt that you writing your book, you know, saying, well, what difference can it really make? You've heard from like, you know, the pioneering voice and visionary of the movement of conscious evolution and birth, you know, and this birth that's happening. One of the leaders in mobilizing people, she is telling you right now that as you fully express, you serve the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're, because as you said, Barbara, you're all, you're serving yourself. And in serving yourself in your highest expression, you're fulfilling your divine role mm-hmm.
2: You're fulfilling mm-hmm. your
1: divine destiny.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: believe that I with am. all my heart.
2: I am. And I yeah. love it when you've written something <laughs> and you review yes. it. Like I'm rereading uh, Birth 2012. And you sometimes see it's much better than you thought. <laughs> Sometimes you see it's worse than you thought, but this one I'm seeing is better than I thought. Yeah, and it's really, really it, so satisfying. I mean, short of having a child, is the most satisfying thing there is. <laughs>
1: well, I tell people when they birth a book, it's kind of like birthing a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you labored, you toiled, you carried it, you held it, you prepared for it, you've. You know, you've done all the things, and I, you know, I've many mm-hmm. of my clients, when they get their books in their hands, they, you know, email me in tears, you know, saying, my mm-hmm. baby arrived. Cause it, oh, it is, it is. Well,
2: it is something, it is something from within you, and the more you can articulate it, the more real it becomes. Uh-huh. Yes. And
1: one of the things I wanted to emphasize is just, uh just shared, you told people, and again, like, there's a few reasons why I think it's important you to pick up Barbara's book. Number one is as a transformational author, there's a very powerful transformational book that I believe will help you step into that, you know, incredible role that you're here to play even more. Um So one purpose, but also, I think what your book does, Barbara, is serves as a model for how a book can burst a movement.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. What,
1: um, what, ca- what, how critical be the role of your book in birthing a movement? Cause each one of you, chances are there's a movement inside of you. Maybe it's not the, you know, Earth's birthday, a new world's birthday, um, as is Barbara's movement, but you have a movement. And how do you feel that your movement is evolving as a result of having a book at the forefront of this, you know, phase of your movement?
2: Well, I think that there is a new movement already. Actually, I'm calling it the evolutionary movement, and it's a movement of movements. There's evolution in healthcare. There's evolution in new uh, currencies. There's evolution in microcredit loans. There's evolution in innovation everywhere. And what I've done is seen an overview picture from perspective of all those innovations as part of one whole system shift. And then I've seen that we, we need to call ourselves to collectively affirm and participate in a whole system shift. So what I've added to movement is a perspective and a due date. That uh, perspective is that the Earth as a whole is giving birth to a new phase of evolution. And the due date says we have to converge and support it by coming together in order for it to show up and be real. Mm. So that, in that sense, I I was a catalyst for a movement. And I also believe that a couple of the metaphors that I've used, such as our crisis is a birth, evolution by choice, Mm -hmm. not chance. Mm -hmm. I am incarnating the impulse of evolution, the communion of pioneering souls. So another thing for an author is to pick out, you know, the word meme, a meme yeah. is an idea that influences culture. We've had some great mem- memetic codes like all men are created equal by um, Thomas Jefferson. Well, I've added a new meme to that. All people are born creative, endowed mm. by our creator with the inalienable right and responsibility to express our creativity for the good of the self and the whole. And that applies to writers totally. It sure
1: does. I can't write fast enough, Barbara. <laughs> you should see those of you who are um, upgraded to get the transcripts. You're probably saying, "Oh, thank goodness," because I just can't write fast enough to mm-hmm. keep up with the, all the amazing I'm sharing. Just right there is enough to radically transform someone's life if they let it. Mm-hmm. Are there? Mm-hmm. I was just so excited there for a moment. Are there other um, sort of things that you? Are established that, uh, you know, are alive in- and that you're seeing as new ideas that are really
2: influencing culture. Yes. I I love the one which really is we're giving birth to a universal human. That Mm. that the type of human that is coming forth out of this is actually an evolving human. We're not just getting over problems or just uh, healing wounds, although that may be part of it, like in the earlier days, you know. And it's more even than the human potential movement because it's the human, social, spiritual, technological potential movement. And the type of human being that we're becoming many, many of us. I call a universal human who is a type of human connected through the heart to the whole of life and awakened from within by the desire to express and create. That applies to all writers. But the, I feel at 80 because I'm so much a part of this and everybody I meet because I'm calling for it are people who want to evolve starting with, you know, becoming connected to their own heart and then becoming an expression of their own essence, and then their vocational arousal awakening them to be part. I find we're an evolving humanity, and the people who feel this are the pioneers of the next stage of evolution.
1: And I just want to take a moment to ask all of you that are listening, I'm I'm actually going to ask you to get quiet for a moment. As you hear Barbara, just tune in to yourself and notice, like are you one of those ones that you are feeling that resounding yes, Like, oh, this, this is what I am a part of. This is the movement that my movement will be a part of, the movement Mm -hmm. of evolution. And I just want you to tune in. And again, you know, share your ahas and insights, proclaim yourself as part of this if you want over on Facebook. Of course, we'd love to hear from you there. Um, But just tune in to like, is this you? And some of you may be right now for the first time by listening to Barbara, getting that sense of, oh, my gosh, like maybe up, you know, you've heard for about the difference that your book make in the world. You've heard about the four levels of transfer. You've been all up and down from, you know, Lisa Nichols at the beginning to, you know, just hearing Ryan Elias and everyone in between with some on the ground tactical, you know, strategy. But I'm just getting the feeling that for some of you right now is the first time in hearing Barbara's word that you are getting it. That not only are we this, you know, collective giving birth to this universal human and this new evolutionary world, but you may for the first time right now be seeing that, oh my God, this is what I was born for. Mm,
2: This is why I was, you know? This is what I was born for. Just that phrase makes such a difference. Mm -hmm. And there's a calling inside of us. And I believe for a certain number of people who have a sensitivity to what's emerging, to what's being born in us personally and in the world, are pioneers in the evolutionary story. Yeah. And that, that by saying yes to that written, when you write, then you find others. Very important not to be alone.
1: Critical. Mm-hmm. You know, Barbara, there's been a lot of people, of course, this program has, you know, Facebooked, emailed, um, who have really said that, oh my gosh, I found my people. I found my tribe. I found Mm -hmm. where I belong. Mm -hmm. And even way back when, you guys, that random email that pops in your inbox with something about transformational authorship, it was not so random. It was placed in your path so you Mm -hmm. could be here, become a part of your tribe, and be hearing from Barbara right now. Some of you know this Mm -hmm. is what you're born for. So what um, words of encouragement might you offer for those authors that are living now? Like how mm-hmm. important do you feel it is for today's authors writing transferable books and just any words of encouragement give them on this path? Because we know, like you said, you know, I resisted writing birth 2012 and beyond. I didn't want to do it, <laughs> but you did, right?
2: <laughs> I can did, you encourage
1: though. them a little bit?
2: Well, first of all, you have a, a family and a tribe here to encourage. And oh. writing to each other and sharing what you're learning makes such a difference. A small group of people to gather with to help you write your book is also good. I mean, a group of oh. friends or co-authors willing to sit with you and read what you do, um it's very important that you know that if it's coming from your essence, it's in the world. So it's not just a personal uh <clears throat> need. It is a, it is your gift to the world. And giving that gift has to become self-fulfilling and self-rewarding through the doing, even if it's hard, like mine was. I didn't enjoy doing all of it, I must say. But that you know this, so much as you can, get your family and tribe together. Mm. Um, and Let them help you by reading what you write, feeding back, caring for you, because you are giving birth to something important.
1: Yeah, you are. And I want to put an exclamation mark on what you said. Again, I like can't I keep up with writing my notes fast enough, Um, but I did write down, it, and, and I want to make sure I got this right. If it's coming from your essence, do you guys feel that? Like, Barbara was giving you a phenomenal gift. Like, I know I felt it in my heart. It really brought me to tears. I feel them in the backs of my eyes coming up. We said, if it's coming from your essence, it is a gift to the world. Is, is that, was that, there was some version of that that you said. Do you remember exactly what you said? Did I is get it, it right? Well, if
2: it's coming from your essence, it's your gift to the world. Gift to- right. And I would like to say, I'm, I'm looking at my own website, birthb12.com. It, it has the book featured right there. And one of the wonderful things it also offers is a machine called Agents of Conscious Evolution Training and the shift from ego to essence, which means you can be joining another community That would support you as a writer along with this community and you could tell people on Agents of Conscious Evolution about the writers because I think that's a great idea.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Again, that's birth2012.com. You can go there and you can also, again, the, the link for Barbara's book is Transformational Author dot com, forward slash Barbara, B-A-R-B-A-R-A. And that's, you can go and get your copy and perhaps, you, you know, and be a part
2: of this shift. You already are if you're here. And, and if you, you know, I I yeah. really, I'm looking mm-hmm. over all of this. I think currently my own website is the best, org because it has everything it's, on it.
1: Okay, great. Then we also want to give out that URL. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll make sure that you have all this information. No, it's fine, because there is evolve.org is um Barbara's main website. You'll um photo of Barbara there. You can learn more about the agent of Conscious Evolution, the Great training course um, that the Shift Network presents. Um, and then the other place that you can go well, you said birth twenty twelve, but I think they'll get connected there if they just go to evolve dot org. That's E O L dot org. And if you want specific in about Barbara's um, book, you can go to the com forward slash Barbara, and you'll go to a page that has fantastic in about that book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Hold on just a second. <laughs> I guess I've been talking for a while. I
2: need a sip of water.
1: <laughs> I've been talking for two weeks. straight, you guys. Um, anyway... Uh, there was another question that I had to ask you here. It popped in, it popped out, see yes, if I could what it was. Unless there's something you're feeling, Barbara, that you that we haven't talked about to help these authors
2: that you want to bring in. Um, the authors that I want to bring in, well in, I would say one of my favorite authors is Michael Dowd, and thank mm. God for evolution. I, I very awesome. much, uh, like all the work of Ilya Delio is a Catholic, but she's a wonderful evolutionary. And I'm really fascinated by the way the Catholic leadership, um, theologians are evolutionaries while the Catholic church is more conservative. And even reactionary, the Catholic thinkers are ever more creative and evolutionary. <laughs> it's really, really mm. fascinating. And this I It really is. Whoop, go ahead, I'm sorry. It, it, and also, I think in my book, Birth 2012, there are essays by Neil Donald Walsh, Michael Beckworth, and others, all of whom have very key books that when you get Birth 2012, you're going to get a whole load of people. So. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I feel so like I'm the really big- Mhm- i oh, well I'm uh, um see very excited about the possibility and all this yes, yeah, yes, yeah. and, and I, I love that you to write t- time to be an author too. Would you say just a little bit
1: more about that? I know we have just a few minutes left. Why do you feel like now um and I've asked every individual author on this call at one point or another, if you've listened to my classes, answer the question, why now? Why now for them individually? But well, why do
2: you really feel that now the time? I mean, individually and collectively, we're at a tipping point in human history where the system can break down and what tips it in the positive is, is human thought and human creativity. And so the writers that are infusing our collective consciousness with transformation and caring and love and, and uh, inspiration are actually contributing to the planetary shift. And I think it really helps us see that we are part of a movement. That's what I mean by movement. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just the one person doing it. It's not just, that's why when you say, Barbara, I'm not so much a leader of the movement, I'm older. (laughs) I'm the oldest in the movement. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you just keep on living, I bet there are not too many 82-year-old authors line, but I I do say, as I said earlier, staying alive is a very good way (laughs) of getting the job done. Because if you die too soon, you're not going to do it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And the other other thing thing is that... It really counts. Mm -hmm. It really, your word counts. Words are different.
1: I hope you're all writing that one down too. (laughs) Words count. And what I want you to add to the second to that is my words make a difference. My words make a difference. I want you to really get that, you know, and this coming from the woman who is known as, you know, the voice for conscious evolution of our time. She is telling you that words count, that your words make a difference. And that writers who are imposing, you know, the consciousness through your creative expression, words on paper, that you are part of helping that scale tip. So we've been talking about this a little bit the last but now we have really, I feel, you know, one of the strongest voices in this movement of global transformation affirming confirming and telling you that you know this is not just some theory that wants to share to make you all feel great um, but this is actually real. this is actually what's happened Your mm-hmm. words count and help can help make that shift. So um, Barbara, if, if there's one and I know maybe you just gave it, but if there's one last nugget you want to share before you wrap up here, what would that one final nugget be? one thing you want to make sure they take with them in their hearts Miss class.
2: The words that are forth from the S are charged with life energy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Would you say that one more time?
2: The words that are coming forward from your S are charged with life energy that gives life to the world.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's flashback episode. I'm sure you can see why I wanted to dust this interview off and share it with you today. Be sure to keep listening for more great flashback shows coming up in the future. And now it's time for the regular show close. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.